With a lot of passion, commitment and motivation, the country colleagues are currently working on the implementation of their local score strategies. This was preceded by an intensive process that paved the way for the team's current transformation to a true wholesaler and how rocky this way is and how big the changes are for our business but also for our culture at Metro. That's what we talk about in today's episode of More Podcast. Therefore, a warm welcome to all of you. My name is Bernd Rodder from Internal Communications at Metro AG. My guest today is one of the people who took our colleagues in the Metro and Macro countries by the hand from the very beginning and accompanied them during the intensive phase for the setup of SCORE. Hello and welcome, Sabrina Lai. Hello from my side as well. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Great to have you here. Sabrina, your function at Metro AG is Senior Vice President, Investor Relations and Strategy. So you are by definition responsible for our strategy. Could you please first explain in simple terms your contribution to make SCORE come alive? Of course. Um, so first of all, I'm part of a team, not only part of the strategy team, but I'm part of a much bigger team of 20 plus people here in the headquarter that have jointly worked on the strategy and keep working on that strategy. Um, that being said, if I talk a bit more about the strategy function in that strategy process, um, it obviously changes over time. Um, we began with drafting, scripting, describing the strategy for the company as a whole. Um, we then worked intensively, as you already said, over more than half a year on the country process. Um, and since then, we've been together with, again, many, many other colleagues uh, working towards the execution, which, of course, happens in the country, but we are trying to support and assist from the headquarter. Mm -hmm. And what exactly this all is about and what special experiences you have made so far in the implementation of SCORE, that's what we want to talk about in a moment. And I'm curious to find out what you will share with us. And I'm also curious about your answers to my questionnaire and your personal insights on the topic of what scores for you, our first section at More Podcast. And you also wrote something with you, something to listen and perhaps to wonder at. Your sound souvenir, the sound that has a special meaning for you and that gives you strength and inspiration. I'm really looking forward to it and also to your story that you connect with it. But first... Let's talk about the actual topic. Let's talk about SCORE and the intensive process with the country teams to develop their respective local SCORE strategies. Of course, you have a comprehensive overview and you are very deeply into the topic of SCORE, but let's start with the basics. When someone who only knows Metro from the outside asks you, what is SCORE all about? What do you answer to that person? It's uh, very simple. There are three things to remember. First of all, we are active in growing markets full of opportunity. That's true for each and every single country that we operate in. And it's true whether you look at the big or the small Horeca customers that we predominantly serve. Growing market, full of opportunities, and also very fragmented. Second thing is that we have a unique business model. We have the multi-channel combination between the stores, between food service distribution, And in some countries in the future, in many, many more countries, the online marketplace. And that is unique. Metro markets. Metro mm -hmm. markets. Pretty much none of our competitors has anything that is comparable to, to us. Mm -hmm. And this is of value because our customers appreciate it. It's not cannibalizing, it's synergetic. So this unique business model, that's the second thing to remember. And then the third one is, 
if you combine one and two, there's only one obvious conclusion, and that is we go for growth. Unique business model, fragmented growing market, we go for growth. And this is what SCORE is all about. Mm -hmm. Okay, very promising. <laughs> As I already mentioned before, you are the one who is, of course, besides the management board, most responsible for our overall strategy. And so you were involved in setting up SCORE from the very first day, I guess. How did you, Sabrina, hear about the plans to develop a new strategy for Metro for the very first time? When was it? And what were your initial thoughts? I think it's hard to pinpoint to that one date or that one meeting because it was more of an evolution. We as a company come from a roughly decade of intense portfolio transformation, big, sometimes painful decisions. And that period came to an end couple of quarters ago. And then naturally, we started thinking about what is next, what's the next chapter for Metro. We now have the ability to refocus on the organic business. And this is how in different corners of the organization, things started to develop, things started to form. Um, and conversations were happening, discussions were happening, people were drawing, were writing down papers, were circulating thoughts. There were discussions about future potential in the management board. And of course, then when Stefan came in as the new CEO, one of his, if not the first main task for him was to define the long-term ambition and direction for the company. And I think that fell on very, very kind of fruitful ground because the company's company was ready for it and we had already been having many many different discussions um, on that topic mm -hmm. but when would you say what the some kind of the the kickoff of the score strategy development is there some point in time when there was a special meeting or then we get these special tasks mm. to implement the strategy development well that was pretty much i, I guess first day of uh, stefan working at metro okay. um, because well like i said company was ready he came in so now we had the proper starting point and this also a key thing to do um, so right at the beginning we formed the team and we started getting ready Okay, so, and then was a time when you and the team here from the corporate function had the mission to structure and to accompany the mm -hmm. strategy development of the countries. How did you approach this task? What roadmap did you follow in cooperation together with the countries? I think cooperation is the right word, not only for the countries, but also for what we did here in the head office. Um, because given that there had been already different discussions in different parts of the organization, We wanted to make sure that we capture that knowledge and that we capture the experience and the best practices that we already have and jointly develop the long-term ambition, the vision, and the strategic levers for this company. So it was very much a cooperation with different corporate functions here in the, in the head office. And was there a special roadmap? So, or do you uh, set of some course, lessons? of course. I mean, like for any big project, yeah. we we made a project plan. We did. We had milestones. We had targets that we wanted to hit, um, and uh, worked across those targets and along those project plans. Yeah. Yeah, and, and what milestones did you set? Oh, um, so I guess roughly every two to three months is when we had a milestone, and of course, the first big one was the alignment in the management board, so that we had a joint vision from the from the board mm -hmm. uh, we then did it in a slightly larger round with our commercial board and the evps 
Um, and we then cascaded down the organization. So thereafter was the CEO meeting in uh, November last year mm -hmm. where the country boards heard from it from the first time. Um, and then shortly thereafter, the country strategy process started. Mm -hmm. This was beginning of this year after the Capital Markets Day. We exactly, will talk about yeah. that later. And for the development of the individual score strategies, you developed a very detailed template of around 100 pages. What was the content of this document and how did the countries work with it? So one of the key things to know about SCORE is that while the long-term target is sustainable growth, this growth comes through a transformation of many parts of our business. Our heritage is very store-based. Our heritage is sometimes a bit mixed between B2B and B2C. Our future is multi-channel and B2B. And mm -hmm. because of that, there's a lot of transformation to be done. Some countries have done some parts of it already. Some countries have done many parts of it already, but everybody has stuff to do. And because of that, we wanted to have a very good analytical base for this long climb to the summit that we're planning and that we're working on. Mm -hmm. And this is why we have this comprehensive set of templates to have a good analytical base, to have the conversations with the countries, but also to work with for the next several years. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can also uh, tell us a little bit more about this about because, yeah, because yeah. this also describes very good the progress you made or the, um, the, the whole process yes. um, you walked through with the countries. Of course. So the templates were about commercial data points, commercial analytics that we do for our business. And um, they looked into assortment, they looked into supply chain KPIs, they looked into customer developments, they looked into FSD efficiency KPIs. So pretty much all areas of the business that are being touched by the strategy, we wanted to have a very, very comprehensive look into it. Mm -hmm. Um, of course, we were fully aware that we are burdening the countries with a lot of extra work. And we try to kind of return the favor by working closely together with the countries in the months that followed. So basically, the countries received the templates, I believe it was early February. Mm -hmm. um, the final presentations were due in May. And then in between, we had, um, I believe it was uh, three stage gates, so roughly every three to four weeks. Um, and before the stage gates, we always had workshops with headquarter team and the respective country teams. So let's say there was a big discussion about what we want to do with the assortment or how we want to grow FSD. Then this is not something where we send over 10 templates on this topic and said, please fill and give me the answer. But we said, here are the templates, please collect the numbers. And then in two to three weeks, we will come over, we'll have a joint workshop and we will go through it. Mm-hmm. And we will explain you why we asked for it. And we mm. will explain you what we want to do with it. Okay. And this whole strategy development uh, process also included various meetings you already mentioned with the members also of the management board and the commercial board. So please take us back to those meetings. What exactly was discussed there? Those meetings typically have two parts. And the first one is the country presenting the respective stage gate or their final outcome. Um, and then the second part is more Q&A. Um, and um, that's where the management board will then dig deeper into things where they are particularly interested in or maybe also not quite happy yet with the outcome. 
but given the close alignment that we strive for in the process, um, I think that didn't happen too much. Um, and then, of course, the more of these meetings that you have, because we have 25 countries, roughly speaking, and then you go to meeting one, meeting two, meeting three, meeting four, and you realize that there are emerging topics that are relevant across all countries. And I think this is, from a speaking from a head office perspective, that's a real benefit of having these meetings stacked after one another, because you really get a good sense, a good gut feel to understand what are the priorities that we should drive. You see from a measurement or KPI or performance management perspective, where do, where do the countries need help in really drilling down in a KPI and better understanding how that will drive performance. You see from a commercial perspective where countries see that they have an issue but don't really know how to solve it. So, you know, this is something that we can help with from the head office mm -hmm. by providing knowledge, capability, processes, tools, whatever. Um, and uh, I think that doesn't necessarily happen in the meetings, but it's more what happens afterwards as you sleep over it and realize, ah, this was the same question or the same data point or the same issue that came up. I heard that last week already and the week before and the week before. Mm -hmm. And how was the atmosphere of these meetings? Uh, well, I guess it's always <laughs> best to ask the countries, but in my view, it was um, overwhelmingly positive mm -hmm. because also for us, um, this was the first time post-COVID that we did it in person again. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was, besides being that very serious topic of let's jointly discuss and approve our 2030 strategy and targets, it was also a celebration of seeing each other again in person. And it was often accompanied with a lunch or a dinner or at least a coffee date. <laughs> yeah, and in the meantime, the countries have already been working on the implementation of SCORE for several months. However, some of them have already started their wholesale transformation beforehand, yes. departing from retail principles and operation methods towards a wholesale thinking approach. In this regard, how strict or restrictive are the guidelines you now set for the countries? Or what freedom do the country colleagues have um, to also take into account their local market conditions? Um, again, very simple, three guidelines. Mm -hmm. We have set common strategic and commercial goals that are all linked to growth. They are non-negotiable. As a result of that, we've also set common financial goals that are non-negotiable. They vary a bit country by country, but if you look at group ambition, for example, of tripling our FSD business, this is roughly applicable to all countries. Mm -hmm. Right. So second guideline. And then the third guideline is more about the how-to, and this is the wholesale transformation. This is our belief, our set of beliefs, of how can we best implement those strategic, the commercial, and as a result, the financial goals. All of that is pretty much set in stone. Everything else is local. The mm -hmm. ownership is local. The execution is local. The customer is local. And because of that, of course, also the strategies are local. There is a big overlap across all countries, but also none of them are the same. None mm -hmm. of the countries and no two country strategies are the same. Okay. And how you work now at, in this moment? So the countries are working and yes. do we give sometimes feedback? Um, yes. So we progressing? are since end of May in the execution phase. So this mm -hmm. is what counts now. Like I said, execution is local. Um, but of course, here in the head office, we're also thinking about how can we contribute and what's important for us now. 
Um, and the first thing, first thing that we did, and that was under the lead of the finance or the controlling team, is how do we measure progress? How do we track it? What is our common definition of success? And that's, of course, very closely linked to our strategic and commercial goals. Mm -hmm. But the big discussion that we had is you have... 60, 90, 100 day plans that are super detailed. You have three-year goals and then you have 2030 goals. Mm -hmm. And in between that complication, we wanted to have a super simple set of KPIs that can stay true and valid for this entire time period. And that's where there was intense work done predominantly by the finance team together with the commercial functions to define this set of KPIs that we will use to track. Mm -hmm. So that was the one thing. Uh, second one is then uh, in closed organization, a CCMO organization, based on this gut feeling that I was describing before, right? You listen to 25 country strategies and you realize there are three or four topics that are relevant and where they need support across all countries. Um, we underpinned that with analytics, going through the documents, really understanding, drilling down what are those top priorities that we can also push and support from the head office. And these are now being developed and worked on by the CCMO organization under the lead of the different uh, department heads mm -hmm. there. Okay, so we're still in close cooperation with the countries. Looking back on the entire strategy development of the countries during the past months, what have you personally learned from it? What do you take with you for your current and also for your future tasks? Um, I think the main takeaway is that If and when we act as one metro, then we can move mountains. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't take away from the local entrepreneurship and the local leadership that we were just talking about. It also doesn't mean that we become a top-down centralistic organization. It means exactly the slightly more difficult room in the middle. We work together. We all know where we want to go. We go there together. We learn from each other. And this is how it will work. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, we will continue to talk about our strategy and its implementation later, and then we want to hear more of your thoughts about SCORE. But first, Sabrina, we want to learn a bit more about what is important to you personally, how do you see yourself and the world around you. In every episode of my podcast, we do that with a little questionnaire. It's called, What Scores for You? I hope you're not too much prepared. <laughs> What is your core means what special strengths do you have? Well, it's always easier if somebody else says that about you, mm -hmm. but I guess I am I'm a big optimist. I refuse to accept that anything is impossible. Mm -hmm. And I think that is maybe something that sets me apart. Sometimes means that I get too excited about stuff too easily. Sometimes means that I take too long to see when things are difficult but it also means that I approach anything with a positive mindset believe it's possible and just try to find my way there to get it done in some way yeah do you have an example so when was the last time you were really optimistic about one thing well I think you can say that right now look mm -hmm. at the world around us look at how complicated yeah. the external world has become and how every day the headlines you see just make you want to crawl into bed and not talk to anybody. And um, I get a lot of questions on a daily basis from investors, from shareholders, but also internally from countries, etc. if that means that we will change our strategy. Mm -hmm. 
if we are now moving to you know another orientation mm-hmm. or if we cut back on investments if we reevaluate the growth opportunities and the answer is no the answer is no and i know it's still possible nothing has changed on the opportunity nothing has changed in our business model and the proof is in the pudding in the execution okay cool what small or big goals have you set for yourself Well, here you see that I'm not prepared for the questionnaire. Um, quite frankly, I'm not really a big goal setter. Mm-hmm. Maybe that comes with the optimism that I just think that things will automatically get better on, yeah. uh, over time. And yeah, sorry, I don't, I don't have any goals like that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> so my next question would be, what is your way? Of achieving it <laughs> <laughs> yeah but there i actually have an answer and i mean okay. of course if you don't have goals it's easier to achieve them yeah. <laughs> um, but i guess um i am pretty big on self-reflection and self-improvement mm-hmm. and maybe that's why i don't do the long-term goals but i do more this am i better today than i was yesterday and that mm-hmm. can mean anything right did i learn from my mistakes that i did yesterday did i have you know did i have a better work conversation with somebody did i approach a project in a better way did i get up in the morning to run outside even though it's rainy and cold Um, so it's a bit more like that and these small improvements add up over time Mm -hmm. is this also the way how do you judge your success yes i guess yes yeah looking back over small medium larger increments Mm -hmm. and realizing that I've progressed in some way. Cool. Sounds like a really good attitude. So now we know what's important for you, what scores for you, and I'm curious what else we will learn about you when we hear your sound souvenir later, the sound of your core. But before that, I would like to talk with you further about the topic of score and also how the outside world reacts on our activities and actually how much of it They notice already. I saw a picture of you on United standing in a small kitchen, vacuuming countless meatballs for a restaurant. <laughs> That was your <laughs> score workout. Yes. <laughs> Did you get the chance to talk about uh, score with the owner of the restaurant? Um, of course I did, but honestly, I was more there to listen. Mm-hmm. So I tried not to talk that much. I was there to learn and not to educate. Yeah. <sighs> And you're not only responsible for strategy, we already mentioned it, but also for investor relations. Beginning of this year, there was a very important day for you and your team, for all of us. Metro presented the new strategy, our plans and goals for the first time to the public. So the press and also the representatives of the capital market. What feedback has there been on the score strategy from financial analysts, but also from investors and shareholders? Um, the feedback is overall very positive. So we have full support for what we do and what we want to achieve. So I guess the logic is just very simple and mm. very obvious to everybody. Um, we also made sure we spent a lot of time in the team and also going back on the road, i.e. traveling to investors and analysts to make sure that they really understand what we're doing, uh, which is important because it's a long-term plan. Mm-hmm. Now, this is not an optimization for next year or the year thereafter, but it's a long-term plan that comes with long-term investments and long-term decisions. And not all of them pay off on day one, but they all make sense. 
And this is why that buy-in and the support was important. And it is, in general, appreciated what we do. Now, given that it is such a long-term plan and also such a um, different strategy from the more portfolio-focused things we did in the last decade, um, it is going to take some time to get the full buy-in in terms of share price performance. Mm -hmm. People want to see that we actually put our money where our mouth is, that we do what we say, and that we walk the talk <laughs> to finish with the idioms. Um, and that's what we're working on proving. Mm -hmm. And there's also coming up soon the next public presentation on SCORE. Mid of December, we will draw a first public conclusion on yes. the annual press conference. How will this report on the first score results turn out? Well, I think the overall message will be that it works. Score works. And it's only been a year, which is not that much if you think about mm -hmm. all the things that we did in that time and that we literally just started execution. But we already see it, see it paying off. We see it in the strong financial performance that we had this year, but we see it even more so in the KPIs that we're watching from a strategic or more commercial perspective. Mm. But I have to say my personal favorite KPI is um, if I talk to people in the countries that are much, much further away from maybe you know, that don't hear strategy presentations on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And I just ask them, what do you think we're doing as a company? And if they are able to tell me this one, two, three logic, market growing, unique business model, we go for growth, then I know that it's really working. Okay. And what is your personal view? Why will we, why will Metro achieve its goals by the end of the year 2030? I think what we've achieved in the last year is really this unification of the company behind a common overarching goal broken down in several small ones. We will need patience, we will need persistence, we will need to stick and stand together. But there's this story that I like a lot um, from a book I very much recommend called Good to Great about a 20-mile march. And it's about two teams that long, long ago were trying to reach the South Pole. And of mm -hmm. course, each team wanted to reach it first. And um, there was one team that broke it down, the distance they needed to cover, into 20-mile marches. And they said, no matter what happens, if it's a good or a bad day, every day we walk 20 miles. And then, you know, they hit it off first day, 20 miles, everybody motivated, strong, etc. sunny weather. And they were done after, I don't know, three, four hours. Mm -hmm. And of course, there were people saying, hey, let's continue. Let's yeah. do more and tomorrow will be easier. Yeah, let's go another But 20 miles. <laughs> exactly. But the head of the team said, no, this is what we wanted to achieve today. And here we stop. Yeah. And then there was another team And they said, every day we do as much as we can. And we push until exhaustion, pretty mm -hmm. much. And of course, for the first couple of days, that second team was the faster one. And they overtook the first team and they were celebrating and super happy. But guess who won over the long run? It's a team that broke it down, that knew the target from the beginning, broke it down into the daily steps, mm -hmm. and then did exactly that. And I think that's what we are trying to do, and I'm saying trying because it's super difficult and it requires a lot of discipline and we're learning every day. But I think with the, this 2030 perspective, we have set that longer term target, that South Pole or the summit that we want to reach. And we did our best to break it down into 
three-year portions mm -hmm. and then also yearly goals and then even more into weekly or daily goals. And because of that, we know exactly what we need to do. And now we only need to follow it, which is hard, but I know we can do it. Okay, so you're confident. Last question. Um, what comes next for you and your team in terms of score? What issues are currently in focus, for example, with regard to the cultural aspects that SCORE brings to the table? Um, I already mentioned um, what we're doing on the SCORE tracking under the lead of the finance team mm -hmm. and what we're doing in the CCMO organization to prioritize the key strategic levers from the head office perspective. Both will stay relevant for the next coming quarters and maybe even thereafter. Uh, on top of that, you just mentioned culture. There's one more thing that we need to do because we're moving this big tank, this big company. Mm. Um, and what we need to do is that we need to embed the growth orientation and the wholesale orientation in our culture. And for me, the first one is about looking at the opportunities mm -hmm. more than at the risk. And this is where my optimism comes yeah. through. And the second one is about being lean and efficient. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a combination that might sound contradictory, yeah. but I, I think we'll make it work. Okay, cool. So optimistic, but lean. So we are curious. It seems there's a lot more to come in terms of SCORE. And if you, dear colleagues, want to know more about SCORE itself and especially about the strategy development of the metro and macro countries, then I have a wonderful tip for you. Click on the SCORE page on United and there you will find our video series, What's Your Core to SCORE? In these videos, the CEOs of the countries talk about what they have focused on in their local planning and also how they want to approach the cultural change in their country organizations. Very interesting and also very entertaining. I can highly recommend it. And you can find the link to the United Score page in the show notes of this episode. And what I can also recommend is the next section here at More Podcasts. Sabrina, you brought us something, something to listen to, your sound souvenir, the sound of your core. Once again, for those who don't know it yet what it is about, each guest brings a sound from the activity, person, animal, object, that gives her or him the most power to achieve her or his goals. And now I'm curious, Sabrina, let us hear what sound did you bring? So if you want to guess, you need to close your eyes. <laughs> okay, here close my eyes. Okay, you're clapping your hands. <laughs> Not that. Um, it was a rubber band slapping against my wrist. Okay. And, What does it mean? Um, I think it relates to that 20 mile march story I was telling you because yeah. it's, a it's a reminder that you don't you don't snap back. Like there is no overnight success, but it's hard work over time. Okay. And it's not that you can just you know clap a finger or do something super simple and the success is there, but it's earned over time. Mm -hmm. Cool. And What special meaning has it for you? So why is it so special for you personally? What are your emotions when you hear that or when you think about that? I guess it relates very much to this everything is possible, mm -hmm. which is something my parents have been telling me since I was a little kid. So this is probably why it's emotional yeah. and at my core and will probably never go away from me. Okay, cool. And helps you a lot also for your job, but I guess also for your private life. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sabrina, for the great sound. Really interesting. 
And of course, thank you for all the interesting information on SCORE, wholesale to the max. Yeah, thank you, Sabrina, once again for being with us today. I wish you all the best. Thank you for having me. And dear Metro colleagues, thanks also to you for listening. Join me again when I meet another exciting guest and talk to him about his very personal score story here in the next episode of More Podcast. You can find all previous episodes on the More page on United and on all major podcast platforms. Please subscribe to us there and recommend More Podcast to all your colleagues as well. Thank you once again. Bye bye and take care. Oh, 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 o